Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours, but didn't ship and did not earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and lived the lives they deserve. Because of that, founders live lives of abundance, freedom, and creativity. That's what I'm really all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and from being a poor boy born to a single mother in North Africa with no opportunities, just sheer hard work, to failing multiple startups yet learning a whole lot to barely escaping alive the war in Ukraine, even living as an illegal immigrant, I've lost everything twice, and now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day, sharing the wisdom of luminaries I've interviewed on this podcast from Google executives, Goldman Sachs, the Financial Times, Forbes Technology Council, World Economic Forum, Harvard University, and even a priest from the Vatican Church. Everyone is welcome here. So let's begin. My guest today is Parth Gorav. Parth is an official Webflow expert since 2020 and a self-taught web designer and Webflow developer. He started as a freelancer under the brand name DigiHotshot. Now him and his team of five are creating beautiful websites for startups and design agencies on Webflow. Parth, how are you today? Uh, I'm feeling great. Pretty much excited for this podcast. This is my first podcast, so very excited about this. Well, I'm lucky. I'm grateful. I'm happy to have you here. And to begin with this question, how did discovering a no-code tool like Webflow change the way you think or your perspective or what is possible for you? I know it's a big word to say it, but how did no-code tools change your life and what is possible for you? So uh, before like before coming into like knowing about what Webflow is, I used to create website using Wix, uh, not for clients, for just for me. Uh, I had a when I was in college I had a website for car reviews so I had that uh, I had created that entirely on Wix then uh, one day I discovered on one of uh, one of Indian entrepreneurs channel uh, whose name is Varun Maya he created a, a video on Webflow in collaboration with Webflow so I got to know about it and I loved like how um, seamless it's to create a site on Webflow but the learning curve is uh, hard so I look, just, just jumped on the ship. It was difficult for like one or one and a half years, but I consistently did what I did, like what I learned throughout the cold emailing and all these things. And then uh, the ball started rolling. I love that. So you persisted for more than a year in order to get fluent with Webflow or good at it. What would you recommend? Okay, let's say there is a business owner who thinks if my non-technical people can learn no-code tools, automation tools, Webflow, Processio, whatever it is, but how long should they expect them to train before they will be good enough? Will it need one and a half years or more for them to learn it? Do you believe that now there are a lot more resources that allow that learning? And what's your advice 
to people who are learning Webflow or such tools in order to learn better, faster, and in a good way? Uh, so it didn't take me like one and a half years to learn it, but I took around uh, one month to get started on Webflow. I, uh, I started in like in June 2019. Then I uh, got my first client in to the, like in July. I got uh, I got some knowledge of Webflow so that I can just create something. But to get like really fluent on Webflow, uh, you need to have a strong fundamentals, which is HTML and CSS. And then you can start jumping on Webflow so that you know, like uh, all these things, like on the on Webflow, you have on the left side HTML panel and on the right side CSS. So you know how to, you know, structure it if you know the HTML and CSS. So it depends on how much time you give. I guess um, the the best way is to if you like don't have money uh, to like spend on any course you can just start it, get started with Webflow University and uh, then after that uh, sorry before Webflow University you can learn HTML and CSS I learned it from Code Academy Pro and then you can uh, get started with Webflow using Webflow University but if you can spend then the best way would be to get a course from a expert I took a course from Ron Segal. So it really fastens up the whole learning process. Thank you. And I'll ask you about design. I was reading on Twitter today, a designer was saying, you really need to spend the time learning design theory and you need to become a designer who is not really self-taught, but who has official education. Because if you don't know design theory, maybe your designs look good, but they're not UX optimized or the users will not they don't meet the user experience and design theory should inform everything you do. Do you agree with that? Or do you believe you or there are people who have the correct instincts for good design and therefore they can do it without the official training and being self-taught can make you very good? Uh, I don't agree with this. Uh, the number one example that I have in mind is uh, there's a company in India which is called Unacademy. So they are education platform and their design head, uh, Abhinav Shikara is a self-taught designer. So he was, Abhinav Shikara was the design head uh, back in like, I think last year or uh, last to last year until then. So he was completely self-taught and you can learn the fundamentals on like YouTube and all, and then just start practicing. And if you know the fundamentals, you can, there are a lot of courses as well on YouTube on, uh, let's say there is one person, Alexander Hess. So he has a course on typography and all. So if you get uh, these things learned from YouTube, and uh, I think that's, uh, that's a really good start for it. Thank you. This is very interesting. I will ask too about India and you as a, someone who's developing in India and you're doing your IT work and all that. Do you feel just to understand it perfectly, that there is somehow this new country that is called the internet where anybody, whether you're from India, you're from Nigeria, South Africa, Australia, Brazil, the US or whatever, you have the same opportunities to create your income, your future, your business and all that. Or do you feel it's not really that way? You still are restricted by whatever is in India, the legal situation, the money exchange situation, I don't know what it is. And therefore, it's not totally that you can live in the internet and make your business there. It's just a tool. Tell me what's your perspective. Uh, I think after COVID, everything has changed in terms of 
uh, let's say about the money uh, previously uh, the case was whenever a like company outsources to an offshore developer uh, they considered pricing and right now i have worked with only us clients and i have worked with them for like 2 years now and i haven't had a single client who judge my pricing based on my location so i don't think pricing uh, depends on the location now thank you so if i understood you correctly before covid if you're from india they think the uh, cost for life there is lower and therefore they expect you to have lower prices but now it's not about the pricing you can be in denmark or canada or india it's you can get the same like fees or price for your work as long as it's good work and high quality correct yeah that's that's what i have experienced so far and i have uh, in my knowledge a lot of developers who are living in remote places and making a really good income for themselves thank you and you have created your team of five correct yeah yeah so what do you look for in good team members what criteria will let you know this person will be a great team member compared to someone who might talk in a good way but they're not really skilled or they don't do the work uh first uh like the most important thing is we get a like good vibe when you first talk so if i get a good vibe with them uh, that's the first uh, check mark and the second thing is in our case is the webflow part so in webflow i usually take a look at the read only links of how they have structured their site if that's good because uh, when i create sites on webflow i give the client a lot of rights so that you they can expand their sites they can scale their sites in the longer run so if the structure is not good the the site is essentially not scalable so that's the two things that i look for thank you i love this and i love your experience as someone who's building a team and working for agencies and probably you have an agency yourself or for founders or people who need beautiful websites do you feel that the usual or the typical situation of freelancers and agencies where either they have clients or they have no clients and have to look and search and prospect a long time so it's like feast and famine cycle of up and down is your usual situation or do you have a marketing strategy or a sales strategy or there aren't so many webflow good webflow developers that you always have clients and it's not a problem getting new ones what's your perspective and what's your advice to people who might think about learning no code tools in general in order to become freelancers about getting clients uh i think the marketing aspect you should keep in mind like you should at least give some amount of hours at least in a week to give to that marketing like marketing side of things i have uh, in my feed i have lot of uh, really good founders who uh, i think uh, one of them tweeted that he uh, has a, uh, one like set of hours per week where he schedules all all his tweets uh, for the whole week so you need to give like the time the number of hours for marketing side as well that you have uh, the projects every month thank you i love this and then to ask you some people within who criticize no code they say okay if you build the website with webflow it looks nice and all that but if people or companies grow enough and they need a really unique website they should use coders who code it from scratch uh, because webflow or any no code tool is not 
as powerful as coding it uh, uniquely and specifically. While others say that's not really true, maybe that was two or three years ago, but now all the tools are so powerful that you will never really need to hire coders to do it from scratch. What's your perspective on this? So uh, specifically in Webflow, you uh, there are times that uh, on like design uh, design side of things, you hit some limit, limitations of Webflow. So in that case, uh, you need to have a strong, uh, like that's what I said before as well, you need to have strong foundation in terms of HTML and CSS and you can use custom code to like expand their function, ex expand the functionality of the tool. So I can give you an example. So Webflow's native slider tool is not good. So for like most of the developers and most of the good developers use uh, like custom sliders on their websites. So it's editable. Uh, in Webflow, the content is editable, it's easier for client, but uh, the building part, the functionality is there what the design team has uh, planned. And uh, one more thing to add, uh, the no-code tool also like uh, reduces the time frame as well in building a site. Thank you. That's really well said and well explained. And then to ask you as someone who has this team building beautiful websites, do you still do things yourself or are you evolving as all entrepreneurs do where you're taking care of the marketing, of the administration, of the management, of the leadership, rather than doing the technical and web flow work yourself? And what's your perspective on that, that many people say, if you have a team, you should not be doing the work because you can hire people to do that. You should focus on the founder uh, skills, which are building relationships uh, or marketing, uh, like branding, all that stuff. Uh, so I really like to do uh, a lot of things myself as well. So uh, I can give you one structure, like how our team is structured. There's me and there's one other Webflow developer and then there's one junior Webflow developer and then there's one designer and then uh, i have one like cfo so uh, in in this in this structure so the webflow the senior webflow developer and me uh, we like uh, uh, divide the projects in terms of complexities how we are going to plan the projects so that's how i do it like i like to do most of the things in webflow i really like enjoy developing sites thank you and what's your perspective on automation do you have automation tools within your business do you use automation? Do you offer automation services? What's your whole perspective about it? Uh, I offer like, like uh, I'm not very much uh, proficient in that. I offer like small, uh, small automations using Zapier and all, but I'm not really proficient with that. But uh, I really love like how these, there are tools to automate a lot of processes that takes a lot of human effort. Thank you. And then I'll ask you another question. You could have been an employee in a corporation or in a company and built a career and all that. And now you're working as a solo entrepreneur, taking the risks, needing to go out there and get the clients and get everything and risk making mistakes and all that. Is your personality created for this? 
and therefore if you had a career you will not be so happy or it was just luck that made you become a Webflow uh, expert and therefore you just kept with it but it's not something that you would have chosen if you had a good job. So uh, I started Webflow, uh, the whole Webflow journey just after my college, just after I got the degree, just at, after I finished my exams. I started this whole thing. There are two reasons I uh, wanted to have something of my own. One is uh, I have uh, control of my time. I can go wherever I want uh, anytime. And the second thing is uh, I believe that if I have done a job, I cannot get my dream car sooner. <laughs> so that's that's the like the main reason. If I if I have, if I have a done job and i was like in a position right now i would have the car that i have right now i have which i bought like last year so and i'm focusing on my goal to get my dream car so i don't think that would be possible sooner with if i have done a job it's my opinion thank you this is absolutely fantastic and let's say one of the viewers or listeners want to discover more about you about your team to learn more and use your services well, what are the social media or websites for them to go? And I will write some of this information in this episode description. Uh, I'm very much active on Twitter and uh, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube as well. I have just posted a video just before our podcast. I posted a, a tutorial after a long time. So I'll uh, drop that link as well. Thank you. I really thank you for everything. This was my privilege my honor and i wish you to keep going to get your dream car and thank you again thank you so much for having me